Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Crypto Entrepreneurs Podcast with your host, Charles. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to episode 13 of the Crypto Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, the Crypto Guy, and today we're sitting down with spec miner and community leader, Brandon James. Now, before we get into the show, I just want to give you guys a big thank you. I really appreciate everyone who supports and follows the show. Um, Without people listening, without people like you, there wouldn't be a show. I wouldn't have people to bring on and there'd be no audience. So I really thank you for that. Um, And if you could do me a big favor um, to just show a little bit of support, can you give the show a review um, and maybe leave a comment, um, any kind of criticisms or ways I can improve on the show would be greatly appreciated. Um, So again, just shoot a review to us, um, maybe give us a rating. Uh, We'd really like to get trending on Apple Podcasts. But let's jump right into the show, guys. So Brandon, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, having a good day, setting up some uh, mining rigs, doing some tuning. There we go. Already jumping into, you know, the mining. I love it. Um, so before we really dive deep into that, uh, can you tell me, sorry, can you tell us what you were doing before you found cryptocurrencies? Yeah, for sure. I was, uh, I started out in uh, the service industry from a young age and I thought that was where I was really headed and exactly the, you know, direction that I was going down path wise, but I started to get burnt out and I started to try to find out what would be next for me. And uh, I ended up reading about crypto in a conspiracy forum late 2016. And uh, I spent a couple of months doing some research, trying to just grasp what it was and what it was going to do and where it was going to go. Early in 2017, I just decided, okay, it's time. I can't just sit here and read. I need to apply it. So uh, I spent the time trying to understand that social aspect and how to get in there how to follow the trendsetters and and how products, projects, and the whole concept really start from their beginning and how they go through their life cycle. Um, At that point, I really didn't even realize that I was going to head into mining. I thought I was just trying to understand what what this whole thing was. Definitely. So kind of sounds like a lot of people where, you know, they had their traditional job um, and then as they started to research more and learn more about cryptocurrencies, uh, Bitcoin in particular, they realize you know how big this industry can and will be, um, and then they kind of start diving in deeper and deeper. And the saying "going down the rabbit hole" gets thrown around a lot, and it sounds like you've kind of done that yourself. And then you touched on mining there for a second. So, can you give us a brief overview of what you're working on with relation to mining? Uh, kind of what spec mining is and how you're involved. Yeah, for sure. Well, I, I've tried to really diversify and have a lot of irons in the fire, so to speak. And uh, when one's hot, I want to hit on it. And then if uh, I got a shift, I'll shift and start doing something else. Um, I've got a partner that I'm working with and we have a small scale facility. Um, we're pretty well split up with spec and established plays, uh, probably a you know 60-40 split or so running on the profitable plays that everybody else is mining. And then the other 40% is these totally off the wall Hail Mary plays where nobody really knows what they're going to do, but getting a bag, getting involved and following the, 
the progress of what they're doing from the very beginning gives you a lot of understanding on where it's actually going to go. Um, so I've gained a lot of knowledge on both sides, you know, from the split from GPUs on spec plays that are two days old and running, you know, year old ASICs that are on a, you know, typical top 30 coin that, that everybody knows about. And, uh, they, they both have their purposes and you, you know, start to pay the bills with one and start to hope to pay the future bills with the other. Um, I've also been doing stuff with CPU coins uh, where you don't even need a computer to mine and you just set up a Amazon AWS and, and you can be running a, a validator node for things like uh, NISO, for example. Um, my whole purpose is, has been focused on not following those loud people that everybody is paying attention to, but kind of trying to, I guess, slink around in the dark and follow the quiet people. Um, try to keep a, you know all the different players on a radar, see what they're doing, and and see when you can follow them around and kind of keep an eye on the direction that they're going and the things that they're talking about in passing. Because uh, once you see someone around a few projects, you kind of know what they're going to do or where they're going to go, and you can follow their lead pick up the crumbs, ride along on their coattails, so to speak, and, uh, you know, bootstrap the uh, mining knowledge from somebody that really knows what they're doing when you're just sitting there kind of scratching your head. Um, it's, uh, it's definitely interesting. And uh, right now we're at a point where it's not about buying the newest hardware. Um, there's, there's plenty of stuff that's out there that's inexpensive um, that you can run and uh, build yourself a toolbox slowly, you know, uh, add to what you have and work with it, learn its capabilities. And then the next time something comes along and you have the ability, you can buy that nicer hammer or that better wrench, you know, but you can really do well with whatever tools you have, even if you don't have tools, for example, like I said, with uh, AWS. So, it sounds like I, I really liked what you were saying with, you know, you've got a lot of irons in the fire and you kind of like to bang on the ones that are hot. Um, and so you've got this mining facility that you talked about where you have some traditional mining plays, you know, kind of the standard boring, what everyone else is doing. And then you've got this, you know, these spec mining plays for anyone who's listening, who doesn't know what that is, it's speculative mining. Um, and those are kind of your off the wall plays. Not many people are following it. Um, it's, you know, the, the quieter people are kind of getting into it and you're following their lead on that. So I really like that you've got, you know, not just one avenue of making money, but you've kind of split it up into multiple, um, which is a big thing for a lot of people who are trying to make money in this space. You mentioned a lot of things there. Um, for some people who aren't as knowledgeable, you know, there are so many different terms when it comes to mining, you know, CPUs versus GPUs. Um, you know, all these different graphics cards. And then on top of that, kind of trying to figure out which plays are the most profitable. So can you really dive into the details of mining and in particular spec mining? For sure. Yeah. Like I said before, you know, it's a, it's really a social game, kind of like playing poker. And so you gotta, you gotta have a couple of different methods going on because you never know which way the table's going to go. Um, you sometimes you want to be quiet about it. Sometimes you want to tell everybody and get that hash rate up. 
Um, so a common thing people say is fill before you shill. And the whole concept in that is mine yourself a bag, then tell everybody else. So they come along and they jump on. And then you see that, that growth get exponential. Um, but if you open your mouth too early or drop your hand, everybody else at the table knows what you're doing. So it's something you kind of got to be on both sides of, um, figure out which direction you want to be and, and figure out how to meter yourself. Um, most people that are out there though, they're looking at hardware the way they look at sports teams and they're really loyal, really loyal. There's people that hate ASICs. There's people that love ASICs. There's people that like red GPUs. There's people that like the green GPUs. Um, there's people that are all over the place and they're really loyal to a, to a fault almost where when you're spec mining, you, like I said earlier, you want to be doing a bit of everything because something may be the one that hits, but if you're so focused on one thing, you miss 75% of the chances. So for me, I, I like to look around and find the project early. If it's something I can throw a CPU rig at, watch the hash, watch what's going on. Then I'll ramp up and, you know, throw some, some cards on a rig at it. And if it's really starting to move, I'll move all the rigs over to it and jump on it, watch what's going on and just bang on that coin until it either goes up out of my range of capability or it drops to the point that I'm getting way too much and I'm wasting my energy. Um, for example, in January, beginning of the year, there were uh, three big projects that everybody was waiting for. Everybody was talking about Veil. Everybody was talking about Beam. Everybody was talking about Grin. And seeing all of this, you know, kind of overloads and short circuits your brain trying to figure out what direction to go. So my personal play, I, I went for Veil. And I, I got on it and I just kept mining it. I rode through all the headaches and the stresses and all the ups and downs of that early launch. And uh, I really just kind of stuck with that so long focused on what it was doing that I didn't even take the time to jump on the other two. And, and that's kind of the risk you play is you don't know whether or not your focus is tied up and you're going to, you're going to miss the gold for getting the pebbles um, or you're going to be on the gold. So I kind of want to take the time from that lesson and figure out how to spread myself even a little more thin, you know, find a way to not be on that super overloaded, everybody and their mom has got a rig on it kind of play. And I'm, I'm starting to look for other, you know, deeper, deeper under the surface, below the radar projects or the ones that everybody jumped out of because you could see a super project that has all the fundamentals you want and everybody could be mining it for two weeks and then they jump to the bigger, better deal or the new greatest thing. And all of a sudden there's a slot that opens up for you to jump in there and take advantage of that decrease in, in hash power on it. So that's something I'm trying to focus on. Look for those things that, you know, have a smaller, smaller footprint that doesn't have the fanfare. Uh, right now, one of those I'm I'm mining is called Pyrite. It's got a really cool developer, real small community, real low supply coin, and uh, a different algorithm. And you know, these are the kinds of things where it's it's kind of like shopping at a thrift store. 
you're you're going to try to find the thing that everybody else has just passed by and you want to jump on it um so i try to try to shift around and i'm trying to to figure out what to get onto that everybody isn't talking about um and uh try to work with that and like i said earlier the way that you find all this stuff is is for lack of a better term is stalking people you know not really stalking them but follow the people that have a proven track record see the places that you find them if you see them putting a star on a project in github that's something you're going to want to pay attention to if you see him take the time to post a comment on a bitcoin talk thread in an announcement that's something you want to find those are the the, the breadcrumbs i was talking about that if you know someone knows what they're doing and they're saying they're doing this there's probably a good chance that it's something you're going to want to do too um uh, if you haven't mined before you wouldn't you wouldn't see these clues but after you've done time and time again finding these projects you start to figure out the names or the, even the aliases that people use um, on mining pools and uh, you can follow them around and say oh i know so and so's over here and they've got this much hash on this over here in this uh, mining pool so i think i'm going to go ahead and throw some of my time at it throw some of my hash power at it and get some coins and see what happens um so it really it really boils down to a, a gut instinct for the feels of you know the symptoms that you're looking for out there and then the last thing that i would say is important to keep in mind is you're downloading brand new software from potentially unknown unproven anonymous people out there on the internet so I suggest having a couple of virtual machines up and set up a wallet on one, mine there, back up that wallet file, save it somewhere, and then wipe that virtual machine and start over fresh. There's no need to keep that wallet in your computer uh, where six months down the line, you find out that the creator was malicious and, and put something into your computer and knows all your passwords. So. So uh, rotating through a virtual machine doesn't take much time, and it really gives you a lot of uh, knowledge on how to run the devices, uh, so to speak. Definitely. So these these are all of that that you just touched on. Those are the insights we are really looking for. Um, I'm just going to do a quick recap for everyone listening. Uh, you know, you first touched on the fact that mining is a very social game. Uh, it's not this cut and dry thing. Um, you also mentioned, you know, having a kind of gut feeling and being in the mining scene for as long as you have, you've kind of started to develop those nuances and you can see those nuances. So that was one of the big things. And then you also talked about how people kind of have these, these affections towards certain brands, uh, almost in the, in a sense of like a sports team where they're very, very, you know, committed to one certain brand and you're saying, you know, don't do that, kind of leave yourself open and fluid and kind of go with what works best um, and what is most profitable, um, which I feel like a lot of people aren't doing. And then you also touched on uh, people, you know, following people with a proven track record. Um, really quick for anyone listening who's in the mining game who maybe doesn't know some of these people. Can you just drop a couple names for us? Uh, people that I... I yeah, people that I'd like to sneak around and follow. Um, 
Grow Digi. Uh, he's out there on Twitter. He's somebody that if you see him in a project, uh, Ambroid, if you see him talking about a project, uh, Not So Fast and Need a Coin, these are all people that you could probably find on a, a YouTube uh, cast called Shitcoin Talk. And if you see them running around doing something, they, they've got a proven track record. These guys are not new. They haven't uh, just figured this out. They're not goose in a new day type people. They're people that they have the gut instinct that I'm trying to figure out how to create for myself. So those are the kind of guys that you want to be tracking along. Uh, Crypto Christopher Walken, he's another one. Um, and his team of guys, those guys are all out there looking and they're really out there finding these things. And so slink around, follow them on Twitter. Don't, don't necessarily bother and poke at them. Just kind of see where they're at, follow them and, and get an idea of what it is that they look like they might be doing next and see if you can jump in behind them. And, uh, you know, maybe you only have a little bit of hash rate in comparison to them, but if they're investing in it with their power, you might as well invest in it with yours. Perfect. So thank you for kind of diving into the details a little bit there. Um, really appreciate it for anyone who's in the mining game. Uh, some of this information can be extremely helpful. And again, you mentioned a number of people. You can find them on Twitter, YouTube, kind of the big social media channels. Um, so again, thank you for dropping those names. Everyone who's listening, go check out their stuff. Um, now, kind of moving forward, because you're talking about, you know, developing this kind of sense to figure out, you know, what to go after, what to mine, how to be very profitable, and then following in some of these guys' footsteps. Uh, what are you most excited for um, in the coming year in 2019 with regards to projects that you're working on and then spec mining as well? Well, I feel it's a great year to see the maturing of these projects, things that have started to appear, people know about them, um, things are going to get legs under them and they're going to run. Uh, so for me, I'm in a fortunate situation that I have a really good low cost, sustainable infrastructure um, that I'd like to see grow into a proof of work mining hub. Um, I'm surrounded by a new generation of young people that they come from families of farmers and I'd like to see the ability to help them uh, farm something else, you know, still work in that same kind of focused, strong, dedicated job, but maybe, maybe farm something else. So I'm looking into how to build and create uh, a collective of locals uh, that can create this kind of future potential for themselves. There's a lot of farmers that they're all making uh, uh, the food we eat and they don't get credit for that. So I think that there's a lot of farmers in the future that are going to be creating the coins that we're getting a hold of. And maybe we can get them out there in front of everybody and get them that credit for the work they're doing. Um, I spent a lot of time with the mining, like I said, uh, but I also, I also have some other stuff going on that that's totally not mining related at this point. Um, there's a coin called Oasis that, uh, I ended up becoming the leader of the community for, um, I'm trying to help rebrand and, and move the direction of the coin. Um, it's something that's the same, but it's something that's different. Uh, 
the long story of it is it was a pre-sale masternode coin that we all know how that all went um but uh the community took over in 2018 and uh it kind of kind of just sat stagnant and um I want to, like I said, with the uh, all the different irons in the fire, I want to know and understand how getting listed on an exchange works so that I understand if a coin's working hard or if they're hardly working. Um, I want to know how often a team comes together to make things happen because all of that data becomes more useful for the understanding of how this product is going to flourish in this industry, how it's going to run, how it's going to get legs. So I've really, really been trying to bring together a team and build something for that. Um, I really believed in it to the point that I doxed myself. I went from an anonymous character on Twitter um, to, Hey, this is my name. This is me. This is what I'm doing. And I would like to see other people do the same thing to step out, I guess, from the shadows in a way that that we can lend some credibility to the industry that more individuals will feel confident putting their time or their money behind things because it's not just a, a cartoon character that's going to up and vanish in six months, but it's... Uh, somebody that that's willing to put their name on the line um it's taken me about two years to get to this point so i don't fault anybody for hiding behind a, a picture of some random thing that they found on google but i think that we should get to the point that more people are willing to step out of the um, the place where they're a character in a space and step into the place that they're an individual in an industry. Um, people wouldn't have invested in railroads if there were cartoon comic book characters running them. You know, you've got to you've got to have a strong, reliable, relatable individual that you see is actually doing something. So um, when I did that, I, I I wanted to find a project that was already existent. I didn't want to jump into something that was brand new that was a copy of something, but I wanted to help a community that already existed. I wanted to take advantage of the fact that the distribution of this coin had already happened, that there were people out there already established that wanted to see something happen with it. And hopefully my stepping up and stepping out is going to create something and, and create a drive for its future. Um, and that's, that's where I'm kind of going with that. So Oasis is new. Um, it's just starting out essentially, but really everything that we're doing out here is just starting out. There's, unless you're Bitcoin, it's, it's new. So um, I'm just hoping that jumping through all these hoops is gonna help uh, bring an adoption to the project and, and help others realize that hey this guy isn't going to take off and run away and and not going to vanish on us because he's willing to step out and you know step out of the shadows there we go yeah so you touched on the two kind of big things that you're working on for the year uh which is one with with regards to mining talking about bridging that gap between 
people who aren't involved in cryptocurrencies at all to then bringing them into the crypto sphere. Uh, you had that kind of relationship of this farmer to this now kind of digital farmer who are going from farming you know, the food we eat to the coins that we will then use. So I love that analogy or that kind of comparison. Um, and then you talked about this project that you are now uh, like community leader of, um, which is Oasis. And then I really liked what you talked on with the uh, kind of the due diligence of what a coin needs to go through um, to kind of make it on exchanges and how they can be successful. Because, you know, when you go through that process, you'll see what it's like. And then with regards to the mining that you do, you'll see what, you know, projects need to be successful and you can make successful mining plays based off of that. And then lastly, you touched on this kind of transparency, uh, which is the reason that you doxed. Um, you want to let people know that, hey, I'm a part of this community. I'm this community leader. You need to know who I am. Uh, get your face out there. So that really speaks to kind of who you are and the, the goals and kind of the views of the project and the ideologies of the project. Um, so I really appreciate you talking on those. I'm excited for to follow, one, your mining plays, um, and then two, to kind of take a look at what Oasis is doing and how they progress through the year. Now, one last thing uh, that I, I like to ask, you know, everyone I have on the show is you, you touched on a lot. You, you know, you brought up a bunch of different keys for mining, uh, especially with regards to spec mining. Um, now, for our listeners who maybe are relatively new, um, who don't know really anything about mining, what is the first thing that they should do? What's the biggest tip you've got for them? And then also, can you drop a couple of resources for them to maybe check out? Sure. Um, I guess if I were to sit down with somebody that didn't really have any real world experience, but was wanting to gain it, I would tell them to start small. I'd say build on the basics and use what you've got. Uh, you could go out onto the Bitcoin talk and you could find a random, an unknown or a forgotten coin. And you can probably sit there with your PC that you're sitting in front of and solo mine it in a wallet right now. And you know, that'll get your feet wet. And then you start to see how it works, how blocks come in, how you get a reward. Um, from that point, I would say go out and, and browse your local classifieds. There's lots of people that are selling stuff right now. Um, Instead of using your paycheck to buy some coins, use that chunk that you're going to use and buy a GPU or even an unprofitable rig at this point. And, uh, you know, find something that someone's letting go of. And I, I, for example, I have some ASICs in my house in the wintertime that I run instead of running the heater because if I'm going to pay for heat, I might as well, you know, support a blockchain and, and uh, maybe get some coins out of it. But uh, once you start doing that, you start to adjust your mind to how, how the mining functions, how pools work, how to build a bat file. Um, and, and you're doing it on a, on a scale that if you screw up or you spend three days mining something that's utter crap, it really doesn't hurt your bottom line. At this point, you want to make those mistakes. You want to do this, the coins that people aren't touching, that people are forgotten about because if you make a mistake, it's it's not going to kill you. It's not going to crush your profits and make you want to cry because 
you can really get out of your your realm really easily. There's people that come along and they decide they want to start mining and they they drop ten thousand dollars on on the equipment to put together a rig. They've never built a computer. They throw some GPUs in and and they don't they don't realize that they did something wrong that they put something together incorrectly. And it ends up getting put aside or not used or not used to its its total potential. So I really think um, starting out with that kind of mindset of mining for the sake of mining to lead you to mining for the sake of profits is a really safe way to, to get into it. And a lot of people out there, they're working full-time jobs. They've got families. They've got life. But... I would say most people sit in front of the TV um, or play video games. And I, I would say take that time that you're spending and use that as your hobby time. Spend three hours a night after work messing with a two GPU rig, trying to mine some coin instead of playing video games. And and then you can grow your confidence and you're gonna you're gonna build a toolbox of understanding that you're gonna be able to take and grow with the growth of your knowledge. Um, like I said, people will do something dumb and brick a $10,000 rig because they wanted to overclock to jump on some new coin and they just burnt up six GPUs. Um, so just start ramping up from below the baseline and get yourself to the baseline as a first goal because you're not going to be making tons of money. You want to be making tons of knowledge. You want to get out there and get your feet wet, get your, your hands on the equipment. Um, and then the last thing on that I would say is don't, don't stop asking questions. There's plenty of people, there's resources. You can ask Google, uh, there's discords, there's forums. Um, there's a lot of places that have the info. If you're willing to take the time out of your day and go look for it. Um, like I said earlier, uh, Crypto Christopher Walken, he's got a proof of Walken Discord that's got a lot of lot of knowledgeable miners. Um, that that podcast he's on, Hashrate, those guys, they, they have a lot of knowledge that they're out there sharing. And um, I personally use a, a software called HiveOS. Um, and I had a lot of trouble running Windows mining rigs when I first started, when I was making my mistakes. And I found that you can you can run all this stuff in a totally different ecosystem. And there's a forum, there's all sorts of people talking about it. And, and it's really straightforward, it's really intuitive. Um, so I would suggest looking at that um, and just never stop learning. Never presume that you know what you're doing because what you're doing right now may be right, but in six months you may be so far off the line that you just need to keep consuming data, keep processing information. Don't get stale and think that, oh, I know this and this is the way I'm going to do it. And there isn't another way because somebody's always going to come up with a new way, with a new method, with a new direction that's going to turn everything that you thought you knew on its ear. So I think that's the, the best advice I can give. And then everybody out here is learning. So don't take anything too seriously. Don't don't think that because someone said something, it's it's written in stone. It's just written on paper right now, and things could change. So be flexible. 
accept the fact that that someone's going to tell you you don't know what you're doing and maybe you don't so take everything with a grain of salt because it could hurt if somebody makes you feel dumb but maybe they're just pointing out something to kind of give you an idea that you're not doing it their way and maybe their way is good but maybe their way is not the way so like i said take it with a grain of salt Definitely. So you touched on a whole bunch of things there. You pretty much walk people through how to ramp up. So I'm just going to do a quick review um, and a quick recap. So I think the biggest thing for anyone trying to start is to start, but start very small. Um, you know, this isn't something that you need to jump headfirst into like a lot of other businesses um, or money making schemes. This is something where you want to start small, build your knowledge base and continue to grow and build and build up that that mining rig that you've got as your knowledge grows. So, you know, don't sink all of your money into your first rig. Start small, build up from there. Uh, you mentioned a couple of great resources, Hive OS, uh, some of walk-in stuff. So for anyone who's new, please check out the Discord, check out these resources. They're great. They can really get you started on your path to becoming a profitable miner. So again, Brandon, I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much for taking the time to kind of teach this audience about how to become a profitable miner um, and some of the stuff that you've gone through over uh, the different iterations. So I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me on and uh, hope to see everybody out there learning with me because we're all doing this together. So, exactly. you know, one step at a time and uh, we'll all get through it. We'll all get ahead and there'll be new people for us to teach that are going to come in behind all of us. There we go. Perfectly said. Again, thank you so much. All right, guys, it's time to announce the winners of the two Oasis Masternodes. So again, thank you for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. Um, and the winners of these two master nodes are Time Travel Jesus and Bit Ninja Supply. So I'll reach out. I'll get in contact with you. I'll get you in contact with uh, Brandon, and we'll get you guys set up with those master nodes. Again, congratulations to Time Travel Jesus and Bit Ninja Supply, um, and to anyone, everyone who didn't win. Uh, be on the lookout for our next giveaway. We'll have one next week. Thank you. All right, guys, that wraps up another episode. And I just want to take a quick second to ask you a huge favor. If you found anything in the episode helpful or it's been inspiring to you in any way, I just ask that you share it with your friends, family, anyone you know on social media, um, and hopefully we can help them out as well. Have a good one.